Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, Hamburger Helper, and we're live from the beautiful Deer Valley Studios in Arizona, one of the states that has a governor that still has half of a sense of his mind. He hasn't lost everything yet. Some of the governors have gone wild. That could be a new television show. Remember, Girls Gone Wild, now it's Governors Gone Wild. And this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender, gold and silver sent to you. Physical delivery. You have it. We don't hold it. We don't send you receipts. We don't you know, take orders and tell you that we're pre-selling, uh, we're out of stock, and don't worry, you'll get them someday as we hang on to your money. Everybody here for 25 years has gotten delivery without a complaint. Call 1-800-951-0592, or you can head to your website or our website at allamericangold.com. Updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. It is uh, today's Wednesday, I think. I don't know. Joe, uh, Jake went president, CEO of Patriot here. My partner at 1360 KHNC is, uh, well... You were doing uh, late night radio, early radio. How much radio we do yesterday? <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, I was uh, a guest on a on a uh, prepping 2.0, 2.0 podcast. Notice I didn't ask you. Uh, you want me to do that? <laughs> yeah, you you didn't volunteer. I didn't volunteer. I uh, I, I was here late. I was working on uh, some radio stuff till four something. I went home. So you were smart. You yeah. were smart, but uh, it had to be done. Getting the word out. I mean, incredible today. Uh, the Dow. Uh, down 600 and some points as everything's worse than what they uh, appeared to be. Of course, you knew that here. We had all kinds of economic data out, and all of it the worst ever uh, from retail sales declines. And these were still March numbers. So this was, you know, March, the shutdowns really didn't start happening until about the second week of March. So retail sales down the most ever since they've been tracking it. Uh, the New York Manufacturing Index, I've never seen a number like that. It was negative 78, which is just nowhere close to anything that we've ever been alive to see before. That was an all-time record low. Home builder uh, consumer confidence, I guess, in the home builder survey, the survey last month was 72. This month, 30. The largest drop Ever you think about the housing? You're telling me it's dropped more than it did during the housing debacle. This is what we're talking about. This is what we're staring down right now. And tomorrow, I hate to say it, uh, more jobless claims coming tomorrow. And the government's pretty much still in denial. I mean, about the the true economic damage. We're going to talk about that. They're uh, they're doing an Austin Powers. Yeah, know, and their so. loan program. The, the more I'm learning about the PPP, they just don't understand how business. They don't get work. it. They don't understand uh, most of the. You know, uh, like Eric was saying the other day, a lot of these small businesses are. You know, they're a one man, two man, less than let's say five people or less type of shop. And the loan requirements are saying, hey, you've got to spend 75% of that on your payroll. Right. And for a lot of these small businesses, they're like, hey, listen, my payroll's only half of my expenses. Not to mention out here the amount of illegals on payroll. I mean, and what they're going to do. I mean, you don't understand. And they don't get they it. They don't get it. So they it's don't be, get it. This is why the gold markets can't decide what to do. Wall Street can't decide. Because the only way out of this, and I know I'm right, Goldman Sachs gets it 
Um, believe it or not, you really can't trust much they say, but Goldman Sachs is hoping and praying for runaway inflation, where J.P. Morgan Chase says depression. Yeah. So these are the same the, arguments we're having here on a right, daily basis. He, he, those are the only two choices. So There's nothing in the middle. There is nothing it's in the middle. Either we're going to have depression or we're going to have hyperinflation. So if the government doesn't just monetize the economy, which is what they've done in third world countries throughout the world, I mean monetize the everything. And they already started. The feds are doing it. The feds are backstopping municipal bonds because the cities have lost their sales tax receipts. You can't just shut them down. Nobody's collecting sales tax. They'll have no revenue. They've already got issues with the pension funds being upside down, city budgets paying for union, ex-government union employees to not work. They're all on pensions. They actually pay more to, to pay people who aren't working than to pay people who are. So yeah. the, the fed has to federal reserve. You know? I don't want to get started on this, but in the newspaper today, the IMF eyes the worst years since the Depression. And we're going to talk about that, but even then, they don't get it. They don't get it. And the worst fears now are starting to come to fruition for the, you know, 20-plus percent jobless rate that's here. You know who's getting checks today? The people the, the, the people that get 1099 or W-2s. 1099 people aren't getting nothing. If you're on commission, you make good living, you feed your family, you run a small business, okay, you pay taxes, you don't wait for a tax return, you're not gonna you may not get anything. You might get twelve hundred bucks, which you might as well spit in the ocean for the average person living in, you know, north of the one oh one in Arizona. I mean it's just you know, it's just does nothing. It does nothing. So but the cashiers are getting there. If you, you know, go to H and R block, who do I get for my refund this year? Okay, and they do your taxes, and they rob you with commissions, and you know the tax. You can go to, you can go anywhere. If you let a car dealer do your taxes, okay. If you've ever let a car dealer do your taxes to figure your down payment for your refund, guess what? You're gonna get, you're gonna get an electronic deposit this week. Now, Trump, and I don't know if this is fake news. Drudge Report says Trump's gonna hold up the checks. For the people that don't do direct deposit. Right. If, the, if you did, in the chance that you did get a refund, but you didn't provide your banking information to the IRS and you wanted them to mail you a check because you're like, yeah, right. I'm not real comfortable right. with the IRS well, knowing these are all the people that don't get right. refunds. Right. If you don't, don't get refunds, right. right. if you're a 1099 employee, you own a company, you're writing checks at April 15th. You're not standing there with your hand out. They said Trump's going to sign the checks. And it's going to hold him up for two or three days. I don't know if it's fake news or not, but it's the lead story on Drudge Report. So, I don't know. Is it smart? I don't know. We'll be back. Mike and the Mechanics, rocking and firing here. You're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour. Family Values Radio 1010 here in Phoenix, live also on 1360 KHNC. The roar of the Rockies up in Colorado in the mothership. The uh, front page of the Arizona Republic today is going to give you a lesson in economics. They're talking about what's happening there. And you've read everywhere in a lot of the states where so far the coronavirus, God rest us or God take care of us all, that that, uh, doesn't come to fruition. The great mass influx of patients that the hospitals and medical facilities have cleared the way for you know if you need knee surgery and you're limping around you're not getting it you've got uh, any elective surgery maybe wrinkles you don't like you're not getting it okay and 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 surgery you may actually need you know i mean if you got a appendix that could burst you're not gonna get it 
people don't realize a lot of these hospitals are in trouble now. Well, emergency room traffic is way down. Yep. They're waiting for the influx of the COVID-19 that has not appeared. Now, according to Fauci, according to, you know, these people that we were supposed to get it over Easter. So maybe it's late. Let's hope it's not coming. And a lot of people are starting to think it's not coming. You see in Michigan, they're going nuts this morning. Nuts protesting the crazy governor's lockdown rules. I mean, she's just gone crazy. And I mean... The people are, are now, the cars are lined up for miles at the Capitol. This is how you protest. Drive by protesting and honk your horn. I mean, they even said, okay, you can go out on, on the lake, but you can't go out in a motorboat. You can go out in a sailboat. You know, yeah, we can't be destroying the environment while we're in, you know, lockdown. People are just crazy. She won't allow more than four people per thousand square feet in a store. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's incredible. They have no idea. Wall Street, today was a little bit of a reality slap of how bad things are. Let let me give you a little perspective of how slow the economy really is. We had uh, inventory for crude oil today, plus 19 million barrels, a new all-time record high amount of crude inventory build. Uh, Cushing, Oklahoma, the largest storage facility, uh, I think, in the world, had almost 6 million extra barrels, 5 million barrels of gasoline, 6 million barrels of distillates. I mean, it's everywhere. Crude oil collapsed on the news, back below $20 a barrel. Like I said, there's nobody in the oil patch. Maybe Chevron and possibly Exxon Uh, can have a few places that can maybe break even. Everybody else is going to go out of business with with this type of oil production. Well, it's just crazy. No one expected that in 2020 would unleash this worldwide oil production cut. Now Saudi and Russians, I mean, they don't know what to do about it. The oil, there's just too much gasoline. Wall Street Journal says jet fuel on the market is just spilling out everywhere. Refineries that can turn crude into fuel are slowing oil purchases. Oil storage facilities from Asia to Africa and the American Southwest now are filling up. Producers have begun to shut down wells whose oil has nowhere to go. The result is a breakdown of parts of the supply chain that delivers one of the world's most important commodities. The global oil industry is experiencing a shock like no other ever in its history. Now, Goldman Sachs says to buy Tesla stock. They think the electric cars are the ones that are going to save everybody. I mean, you know, but again, they're, they're calling on runaway inflation. So, and if in fact that hits... Just get ready. $20, $30 gas is going to be just, you know, it's it's where it's going to head here. And what people are saying, I started talking about, you know, what happened? Here's what happens. And I'm going to give you an example. What happens to certain areas when you throw too much money at not enough supply, which is what they're going to be doing. So far, they've yet to accomplish that. The N95 masks, okay, at the beginning of the pandemic were 69 cents. You, know, you could buy them in a big pack. They are now $8 each. Right. So now if you take that by a financial panic, you know, where like what happened to toilet papers kind of happened to silver. But in gold, I mean, in gold, I you know, I recommend, and I, I really think it's a it's a good way to go. You should have an ounce of gold for every year you've been alive. You should really have it. And what happens when the world finds its way in, if you use this math from $0.69 cents to $8 each, and you take it to where we're at in the price of gold today, that puts us right about 18000 an ounce. 
that's where I'm coming up with my predictions here. So I think we're going to see ultimately the uh, the 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 monetization of the United States, well, the world economy. This is what's so amazing. The IMF, they're starting to get credibility, and they're popped up everywhere. Let me tell you, the IMF is a men's club, a boys-to-men's club in Manhattan somewhere. It's full of stockbrokers and bankers. So take the word international and replace it with New York bankers. That's the IMF. And this is they're still clueless. I mean, the headline here, Arizona Republic USA Today section, beaten down by the coronavirus outbreak, the world economy in 2020 will now suffer the worst year since the Great Depression of the 1930s, according to the IMF. They said yesterday that it expects the global economy to shrink 3% this year, far worse than the 0.1 dip in the Great Recession of 2009 before rebounding in 2021. Now, if they keep up, if the president does this, he's done. Okay, you understand the president's done. If they don't monetize this economy, they're going to get their $1,200 check. All the have-nots are going to run to the grocery stores and wipe them out. This is where where the money's going. Let me tell you folks at home, that's where they're going. It's not going to their car payments. It's not going to the credit card payments. It's not going to the rent payments, the mortgage payments, uh, more retailers. Uh, Dicks today. Forget about it. We're done paying rents. J.C. Penney's is getting ready to file bankruptcy again. Best Buy today furloughed 51,000 more employees and said, you know what, we're done paying rent, right? Nobody's paying. Let me tell you how ridiculous these idiots are at the IMF. And again, remember, I told you where their derivation is. That they're saying the global slowdown here, the worst since the Great Depression. Joe, give me a uh, Austin Powers pinky on your on your lip, okay? Could Carter, thank you. He does this so good. I wish we had the camera. One billion, kajillion, yen. That is actually the number that it's going to take. To keep this from turning into the Great Depression, the IMF says $9 billion. I'm sorry, $9 trillion. $9 trillion. Now, when I opened this company, $9 trillion, when we were selling $250 gold, I have to admit, $9 trillion sounded like a lot of money to monetize the world economy. I got news for you at home. The Federal Reserve has pumped out double that in the last 45 days. I'm going on the limb. they got to be close to $15, 20000000000000 trillion that's snuck into these bond markets, banks, holding everything together. We have a $20 trillion annualized economy, but now you got to take, you have to take fractional banking where they keep loaning it out, loaning it out, loaning it out. So if you have a $20 trillion economy, you've got, you know, $150 trillion in money flying around. That's what they did. Nine trillion dollars for the world economy. That's just like um, we may run a nine trillion dollar deficit this year. I mean, it could be. Okay, I need one more Doctor Evil from you. I need the fingertip, okay? Because you're willing, you're going to get as much as twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> twelve hundred. I don't want you people redoing your passport and sneaking out to buy an island in the Pacific with all that money now. So they don't get it just not getting it i get it let me tell you who gets it too goldman sachs gets it you gotta just they have to monetize the money this is what the economy this is what the banana republics do throughout history so soviet union argentina how about mexico the currency crisis in mexico in 1975 you had eight pesos to the dollar okay and i was here i was in mexico in 1975 Everybody knew that was the exchange rate. They had made gold legal to own. 
So you had to take, if you wanted to get an ounce of gold in pesos, and you came across to San Diego, there were the currency banks in San Diego, they're gone. The banks, once it was legal to own gold, Valley Bank here, some of you local people remember, you could drive down there and you could buy gold, silver, you could buy any currency and convert. They had a cage, they had a cage, and the banks were all involved with this. So they all wanted in on the gold and silver when it was legal to own again. And uh, so you could take 280 pesos, and a lot of people did. Came up from Mexico, got a little gold, 280 pesos. Of course, it isn't so much that people are worried, and I'm not worried about that gold goes up or down. What, what you're worried about is the currency that it takes to buy it is what loses its exchange rate, and it loses its purchasing power. So if you go to 1980, and that was where the, the Mexican peso crisis due to yeah, go figure. The uh, the debt and deficit problems that they had, and you know, graft, and just a series of things that you got up to uh, two. We got twenty eight and one hundred and sixty pesos to the dollar. Five years later, of course, gold was at eight hundred. So if you'd have bought ten pesos, you'd have taken you'd have taken twenty eight hundred pesos and bought ten ounces of gold. Five years later, you could convert them into one million two hundred and eighty thousand pesos. Think That's about a lot of pesos. That's a lot of pesos. If you had a hundred thousand peso mortgage in nineteen seventy-five, you could pay off over ten of them with ten ounces of gold. This is what happens when currencies collapse. Of course, they stabilized it, bounced around. I really don't even know where it is now. Changed it over. You know, this is what they, they changed the money to different colors. Oh, those were the blue pesos. Right. Now you get the Lock red off pesos. Some zeros. Right. You get all that stuff. The old ones had Pancho Villa on the picture. You know, now they got uh, manual labor. He's the guy on the thing. So you know, it's just what they do with monies, and they've set us up here with that as well. I mean, being in the gold industry my whole life, think of how they, you know, the different colored, the blue $100 bills from the green. When those first came out, the old-timers here with gold, they didn't want them. They're like, I don't want blue backs. I want green backs. So this is how they're getting us set up. The whole thing's been a huge setup for the great economic calamity now. Who knew that it was going to be driven by a pandemic, which uh, I had a couple people ask me. I talked to Lindsey Williams yesterday. We had a long talk, and he, of course, he's a, a resident of the Valley of the Sun here, and uh, we were talking about you know, what he thought of this. And to sum it up, he believes that this was uh, a, a bio-attack, a bio-attack um, strictly designed to create financial panic. So that's, uh, people had asked me what he thought, and uh, you know, he'll still do some radio. We could probably talk him out of it, maybe get him on, but... Uh, but for the most part, he's retired. But again, you know, these are when you look at the if that wasn't if that wasn't the idea, and this is a calamity of heirs, it sure is turning into a financial event, isn't it, Joe? Well, let me tell you, you brought up Michigan earlier. The breaking news here: uh, Michigan uh, their their unemployment website crashed again. But listen to these numbers: just in Michigan. Over 1 million people have now filed for unemployment claims. Uh, that's almost a third of their entire workforce has filed for unemployment. Wow. You know, and this is what we're talking about. And this is, and it's not just Michigan. This is everywhere, everywhere in the country. 20 to 40% of workforces are filing for unemployment. And these claims don't stop just in the last 48 hours. 
I've probably seen another three to 400,000 people being furloughed from companies that were like, okay, I'll pay you for a little while. These big companies like Disney, like Best Buy, right? All these companies, they're done. They're not paying anybody anymore. Everyone, you're all laid off, and, and that's just how it's going to be. And this time around, you know, when the housing market crash hit, they paid all their other bills. They just didn't pay the mortgage. Now, this is something totally different. They're not paying anything. If you look at these banks' earnings, from J.P. Morgan to B of A to Wells Fargo to Citigroup, they're all telling you, hey, guess what? They're not paying anything now. Well, i got to tell you that if they, if they do this, if they don't create – let me ask you, Joe, put you on the spot. What do you think is a better outcome for the country? Intense I, inflation or I, another I, – I, another- I Hyperinflation is the best outcome, but me and you are in different camps on this. I don't think we're going to pull it off. I'm not seeing it. Where's the damn money? Yeah, I know. they got to get the money. Where's out. the damn money? Well, we're got, it's Goldman Sachs versus J.P. You know Morgan. what? I wake up this morning. Guess who got money? Uh, Ruth Chris Steakhouse. You know what? They've got two different con- conglomerates. They employ tens of thousands of people. they got $20 million, $10 million for this conglomerate, $10 million for that one. Wow. Potbelly, uh, the sandwich shop, they got $10 million from this. You know, that was part of the small business thing. You know, you find these little things out. They put a little loophole in the small business things for these major restaurant chains. To get all the money. That's who's gotten the money. That's who's getting it. That's who's gotten the money. The chains, publicly traded or not, they're getting them, right? Or you got to be publicly well, traded. Well, big enough to matter, right? Big enough to matter. Yeah, God forbid we their stock goes down. Wow. There's more news than our yellow labs can shake a stick at. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. What do the liberals really want in the 2020 elections? That's the fundamental question we have to ask if we're going to defeat them. They say they want dignity, equality, and fairness. But let's look beyond the platitudes to get to the truth. When it comes down to it, they just want power, plain and simple. I know that doesn't sound profound, especially when we're talking about politicians, but this motivation is the key to why they chose Joe Biden as the representative of the Democrat establishment. Biden is a weak leader with decaying mental faculties, and he can be controlled by others. With Joe Biden as their puppet, Democrats can have the power they crave. If you don't believe me, just think about what happened in the days leading up to Super Tuesday. Mayor Pete Buttigieg and Senator Amy Klobuchar decided at the exact same time to bow out of the race and throw their support to Biden. And at that same time, Beto O'Rourke crawled out from whatever rock he'd been hiding under since November to also endorse Biden. Don't tell me that all happened at the same time by pure coincidence. All of that came at the orders of the Democrat establishment. Even Mike Bloomberg, who was supposed to be this super independent candidate of independent means, was quick to bow out and pay deference to Joe. It takes more than just the riches of a billionaire to break free of the powers that be. President Trump can't be controlled by any of the establishment. You won't even find a liberal who disputes this. Sure, they may call him crazy, but nobody says he's being controlled by the Republican Party or the establishment. In fact, Trump's the one controlling them. That's why we got the most conservative Republican platform of all time in 2016. Trump only answers to we the people. 
he's bringing the Republican Party back to the voters. Liberals want the power of the presidency, not the opportunity to serve. They want to maintain business as usual so they can reap the tax dollars of hardworking Americans and use every crisis to fearmonger. Trump is different. He's a choice, not an echo. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated, not ignored or diminished. To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. He was backwards, backwards. Looks like a repeat of 08. Like, no, sir. Yes, just man. pumping money. The banks have money everywhere. Now they're like, oh, we're not worried. Don't worry about us. Yeah, you want to? You need a stimulus loan? Just fill out about 50 applications, and we're going to make it as hard. How about how about the word short sales returning back into the you know American vernacular? But I got to love this one. The U.S. Treasury Department. Here we are, 08 again. That. Tuesday that major passenger airlines have agreed in principle to a 25 billion payroll support package a little bit more than the 10 million cap the six largest US airlines American United Delta Southwest JetBlue and Alaska as well as a number of other airlines have accepted it we're looking forward to working with the airlines to finalize the necessary agreements now the government's taking ownership warrants in some of this so now the government's going to probably you well, know. right on cue, just so you know, uh, Frontier, uh, one of the uh, airlines that has taken the bailout, is filing for bankruptcy. There you go. So already, mm-hmm. listen, all of these loans are going bad. They've got no traffic. Uh, we, we had a customer in uh, here today. There's a guy out there. Uh, it's a uh, one of those businesses that has to be, and they've got one guy that they've got traveling on the road via car. Uh, to see uh, certain places, and he's staying at these hotels, and he's like, listen, there's nobody in them. There's one hotel he was at, there were six people in the whole hotel. Next one, four people, right? Three people. These, they, there's, It just doesn't work. There's not enough Well, even money. when they open it up, I can't see people no, just packing that's the in. problem. Nobody knows what's going to happen here. They're all talking about the V recovery again, 08 has to be government-driven. I hate to say it. you got to be a socialist to get out of this. You have to just throw money at everything. But now think of this. Think of government health care and match that to government airlines. So you go to when my health care after Obamacare, my Blue Cross Blue Shield tripled, literally mm-hmm. 60 days, tripled. I called them. I go, this has to be a mistake. So there's no way this can go from 200 to 600 a month. With a $10,000 deductible. Let me check, Mr. Schuster. Where do you live? I go, Cave Creek, Arizona. Okay. You know what? I think you're right. No, you're. I think you are right. There is a mistake. I'm like, oh, I get all excited. Guy comes back on the phone. He goes, no. No, you said Cave Creek, right? I said, yeah. He goes, I thought you said Queen Creek. I go, well, what does that have to do with my health care? Well, depending on where you live is what you can afford. So now, imagine, when they ask your zip code when you get a seat on American Airlines. <laughs> Oh, let me see. What's your zip code? Now, normally, if you live in, you know, Buckeye, you can fly to Denver for $180. But you live in Cave Creek, that'll be $763. Plus, don't forget, you probably have leather luggage, and there is a $900 handling fee for leather because it could carry the COVID-19 disease. 
So this is what happens when the government gets involved. So so anyway, you know, the airlines, they're all they were all so nice to us going in with all every little fee you could possibly imagine and I don't know. So this is just just it's all bad. There's just no good news this morning. You know, normally I'm I don't want to be, you know, uh, I want I I've, I've been wanting to look for the brightness in all this, how they could have faith in the president of the United States, Trump, that he's going to do the right thing, that he understands business, he understands the economy, he knows how the cow eats the cabbage in uh, America and who really runs Bartertown. And after the corporate breakups and everything, it's not the corporations that run it. I take it back. You go to the, you know, the the union towns and whatnot and the and the uh, what are the boroughs and the commonwealths in Pennsylvania? Well, the, I mean, based on that, the business model works. Out west, it doesn't work. And I got to tell you another thing. Well, you people on the Phoenix market, somebody needs to get a hold of these builders that are building New York. You know, these high rises that have gone up. Now there's so many in various forms, various stages of construction, where all is they're doing is building pandemic petri dishes. For these high-rise buildings in a desert that spreads out everywhere, you know South Scottsdale, Joe. Because they Joe? can't afford a home. It's crazy. It doesn't matter how far out they build it now. It doesn't matter how small of a lot it is anymore. The starting price of a piece of crap home out in the middle of nowhere, fifty miles from town, on a postage stamp lot, is three hundred grand, and they don't have the money. Well, minimum wages. Only seven and a quarter an hour, according yeah. to the federal government. I mean, come on, <laughs> think about the federal government handing out twelve hundred dollar checks. The federal government minimum wage is seven and a quarter an hour. This is how they come up with the number. I make fifty grand, or I make sixty grand. You can't afford a home, and not only that, you got to come up with twenty percent down. Yeah, I know. You better put your finger out. Twenty percent. <laughs> we need the Joe Cam. We should have the Joe Cam. It's it's incredible. It just really, truly is incredible because again, and I'm telling you, these are the easy numbers. This is still March numbers. March wasn't that bad. Oh God, no! They got to do something. If they piecemeal it out, it won't work. It'll be it's too little. Not working. I'm telling right. you right too now. Little, too late. I'm telling you right now. Thirty percent of small business is out of business because these checks aren't here. Right. The ten grand would have been beautiful. Would have been beautiful. Ten grand, grand. Everybody, they're not I, coming. Everyone who had an EIN number should have got it. Here, here you go. This will just hold you over. Now the bigger ones, it doesn't do any they're good. Out, they're done. I know they're not going to do it. And then when you actually figure it out, well, how they made you spend the money now? You know, all these little details coming out. Oh, that ten grand. Oh, we didn't really mean that. Oh, uh, we're going to loan you this money. You won't have to pay it back. Oh, well, 75% of it's got to be used on payroll. And if not, you don't give forgiveness. And most of these small businesses are like, dude, who's got a 75% of their business's payroll? That's not how small business work. My biggest expense is I got to pay the mortgage on the building. I got to pay... I got I got to pay for the lights and this and that and I got to pay for the truck. I got to pay for this. I got to pay for it's not about labor. So maybe stagflation, but if we go into a great depression, are you saying million dollar homes for 25 grand? Well, that's a great question. Is that what you're saying? I, I'm not saying that. I think what's going to happen to housing is what we've seen. We're going to flip the numbers now. Right now it's 60% owned, 40% rent. Uh, I think that number is going to switch. It's going to be 60% rent, 
40% owned, and you're going to see a, a continuation of these huge conglomerates that just buy house after house after house after house to rent them out because the interest rates are nothing. They didn't, this is how they make money. They're like, wait a minute, I can buy this house for three hundred or 400 or 500000 and and get a renter in there and get 6% on my money. I can't do that anywhere else. And no thank you, I don't want to buy Tesla at $700. You need to get in there. Goldman Sachs says it's a buy. Um, Of course, you know the, uh, what do they call those funds that bought up all the houses? What do they call REITs. REITs. The REITs didn't come in until about 30 cents on the dollar. That's when they came in. But, But again, though, rates are zero. There's no other place to get that kind of return. And I'm just saying, you know, wherever there, I, mean, I agree, wherever there's not money thrown at it, right. which they're going to throw money at certain things, the auto industry now, fretting lengthy factory shutdowns and already depressed new vehicle demand, they're starting to sound the alarm about the used car price collapse. Listen, you, Ford's in big trouble. I'm you, just letting you know right now, Oh, by the way, Ford is in big trouble. I announced, where's the Bronco that was due spring 2020? You know, I wonder who listens to this show, because literally two hours afterwards, we talked about that. Ford released a press release. The Bronco's not coming now till August. It needs the pandemic spray button on the dash. Don't forget that. Anyway, crazy, isn't it? We live in a wild world. Hard to figure out what's going to happen here, but we're definitely pointing out the obvious. Try to hypothesize a future. Stay with us. Radio News Hour, All American Gold, 1 800 951 0592 is our business line. Uh, hump day, isn't it? Today, Wednesday? Yeah, it is. I've lost day. track of all days, so we're just doing this 24 7. Talking about the cars, what's happening, and I'm talking about the later model cars. And uh, the second hour yesterday, if you follow us in, we talked about this story, but a friend of mine flew into Sky Harbor and he's like, Where? He goes, How can the parking lots be jammed? You know, the parking garages, the parking lots outside are jammed. He's like, man, what, people just leave their cars? Are they stuck? And then he realized, and he asked, they're rental cars. Rental cars are just laying around everywhere. It's another industry. So uh, The temp agencies, Kelly Services, one of the largest temp agencies in the United States, announced today they're furloughing everybody. There's no work. Nobody's hiring. Nobody wants, you know, uh, to hire anybody, and, and it's just, it's incredible. I, I'm, I'm scared to think of what tomorrow is going to bring with the jobs number. Uh, I, my guess is, my best guess is we're going to be somewhere between 22 to 25 million people after tomorrow's number. We're, uh, I expect another 5, 6, 7 million uh, in claims again tomorrow. Uh, and, and it's astonishing to think about, you know, when, when uh, here we are, talking about a workforce that was about 150 million people and then you hear states like michigan where they say hey almost a third of our workforce has filed for unemployment right they're gone now you know the who pays that the states pay it right states got to pay it right but so, then you've got the extra now they have no the extra 600 what? hasn't even started yet oh that's yeah another thing that, that still hasn't, that hasn't got out you're right they have dropped still the ball hasn't here. started how long ago did all this the first stimulus get signed what was the date on that has that been a month now Probably a month. Like it. The cashiers are getting it. The uh, direct deposits are getting it. So people that pay taxes that are, you know, this may wipe out an entire middle class, which may be what this, uh, if it was a biochemical exactly, attack, maybe exactly, exactly what, I think. what it was designed to do, just wipe us all out 
Gone. The Gone. Food, the food stamp rolls. We're going to see 60, 70 million people uh, on food stamps, and, and I think this is what we're going to see. This is exactly right. And, and the other thing that nobody, It won't work with a depression. It the, has to be hyperinflation. But the other thing that, you know, that nobody's talking about is a lot of these jobs, if they can put the robots in place now, they're going to do it. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that because they don't carry coronavirus. So Well, they do, but they can't infect themselves with it. Like, you're right, you know. <laughs> If they make the robots out of silver, silver they yeah, wouldn't. Nothing will st- the disease won't stick to it. So, speaking of that, robots, McDonald's Corp rejected a request from its U.S. franchisees to delay ke- collecting some March rent yeah. and royalty payments to the franchise, prompting claims that the world's largest fast food company is not providing any support during the coronavirus, according to several letters would seen by Would you expect Reuters. anything else? Why would you expect anything else? Listen, McDonald's sales are down 20 and 30%. When And, and anybody out there that's a small business in, in any type of restaurant industry, would you lose 20 to 30% of your business? Right, You're going out of business. Right, That's not just a, hey, let me lay a few people off solution. You know, you've got certain amount of overhead, right? The rent, uh, the franchise fees, right? All that stuff costs money, and that money doesn't change. It doesn't get to go down when your sales go down. You see the, the McDonald's story, Michael Keaton, Ray Kroc. Have you seen that movie? Yes. It's an interesting movie. You know, McDonald's figured out the keys to the kingdom was to, to buy the buildings and rent them to the franchisees. So this is the issue. So now they're just asking, the franchisees, are all they asked for, they wanted a 14-day reprieve on their March rent. You know, because they need help because the inside stores, I mean, they're doing business. They've got some cash flow, but I'm sure it's, you know, like all I said, that terrible loss. Right. I so, mean, it's, that's huge hits. McDonald's told them to take a long walk on a short pier. Send us your Happy Meal money now. So. Anyway, the McDonald's owners are extremely alarmed over the financial viability and have been waiting for clarity on a positive, tangible company decision. Many believe that the trust in the relationship has plummeted. The National Owners Association of Franchisees wrote to McDonald's. What do you need for a McDonald's? You need like you need two million in assets or something, something to, to get one. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you can't go limited, guys. How long has this been going on? When did the lockdowns really start? Arizona really isn't in a lockdown. Month. Every business is open. I think every business in this complex is open, except maybe the electric bicycle company. Those kids have been in and out. I think they've been hit pretty hard. Um, but everything else is open. Every business here. Maybe not the gym. There's a gym down yeah, at the Yeah, the gym's end. not open. You think the cigar store is open? I don't know. I, I saw a smoke shop last night that's open. Yeah, I think we're open. I think the you know, so cigars aren't I guess, closed. I guess that's not. Yeah, cigars to go. I don't but think again, you can sit there and smoke see, them. Here's the, there's a difference, though. Being open is one thing. Okay? Yeah, doing business. Doing all business hurting. is something entirely different. They're all hurting. And when you look at so. this parking lot the way it used to be eight weeks ago, Right, it was you were playing with your life because the 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 cars were parked. There wasn't enough parking in the building, so they they lined both sides of the street. You had to you had to stick your car out there and hope some guy right, wasn't whizzing past you by, yeah. at, at 50, 60 miles an hour. It, and now it, it it's a relative ghost town. Well, I gotta tell you, yeah, it's crazy. The ones that are open, support your local businesses. Again, my friend Chris Holmstrom, the Holmstrom family, they own CNR Tire here in the valley. They're keeping their employees on. They're staying open. It's slow. They need help. You know, do business locally. Do it. So don't send your money off to if you're out 
looking around to uh, publicly traded gigantic corporations right now. Trust me, they're getting plenty of money, as Joe's pointed out. That's who's going to get the money. You know what, though? How about Subway restaurants? They've got 19,700 locations. They cut for their franchisees the royalty payments in half for the month. Yeah, because so they're they made crushed. An Subway doesn't own any restaurant. They do, they're the McDonald's thing. Uh, Subway shops, uh, they're, most of them are all just little franchise-owned. Maybe you own one. Some own three or four or five. Uh, their sales had been suffering before the slowdown, and now they're really having issues. Well, the story, of course, this morning is U.S. retail suffered a record drop, mandatory business closures, blah, blah, blah. The report came from the Commerce Department. Millions of Americans have been thrown out of work. Should they have left it open? Here's a, here's a number that someone will come up with. Uh, TPD. How many trillions per death of the coronavirus? I mean, someone will look at that eventually. Because if it happens again, that'll be the decision to make. How many trillions per death? Wow. Patriot Radio News Hour on a hump day Wednesday. Woo, kind of dragging in here. We'll be back. Final segment. Final segment. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy lives as we're uh, all keeping up. All of us, you know, are challenging. I find I'm sleeping better, but I think that's from doing lots of radio and talking to hundreds of people every day. The nightmares, they say, for a lot of people continue. You admit you have weird dreams, you know, thinking about this. You wake up, you're like, is this really going on? And, yeah, it's going on, like it or not. We're helping you here get to your one ounce of gold for every year you've been alive. So guys in here buying silver for his children, you know, you may need to buy just to up, up their game. Because remember, kids used to get silver dollars. I think you need to break down and get them a $20 gold piece. Start adding to their portfolio. Really, you want to build them a trust fund? You know, if you're 60, at 20 grand an ounce is a million two, which is, what if I'm only half right? So that still allows you to function in a hyperinflated economy. I, I'm of the of the school, maybe, and I'm changing. When I first started this, and they're all signing these, and everybody's handing out money, and the feds, and everybody's going to monetize everything. Now it looks like none of it's going to get out, and it's going to get mired in red tape, that uh, if we head into an 08, no one's ever going to buy a house again. Nobody. It'll all be corporate-owned. Joe's right. Nah, it'll be more like 90-10. So you got to watch. You're going to let them come in and buy your million-dollar home in North Scottsdale again for 310000 bucks. You know, here it comes again. They better monetize it, which if they do, and we inflate out of it, the million, you can sell the million-dollar home for $2 million, which is what needs to happen. Everybody's going to be able to do the Macarena for a while, and then ultimately we'll default on the debt. They'll change the money over. You know, I think people be their eyes will be a lot more open. We actually had rolls of Canadian silver maple leaves a couple of weeks ago, and we miscounted. And Joe found ten more in the vault this morning. Now these are U.S. These are Canadian Treasury rolls. They're not twenty; they're twenty-five. I mean, and they're they're long. They're beautiful. They're really nice looking because they're four nine five, so they're even even they're pure, more yeah. luster to the coins than the U.S. ones. So you get a roll of twenty five silver eagles. We're going to put it with the United States Saint Gaudens to help you get to your one ounce of gold per year. So, and that's the U.S. twenty dollar Saint Gaudens. This is the the series after the United States Liberty. Um, Teddy Roosevelt thought the Liberty didn't like it. 
thought the coinage was ugly. They commissioned Augustus St. Gaudens, and he made the, they minted the U.S. Walking Lady Liberty, U.S. St. Gaudens, $20 gold piece from 1907 to 1933, right until they recalled gold. And you couldn't own gold from 33 until the mid-'70s. So, so these are in finite supply as well. So you can do the whole package. You get uh, a roll, a 25 Canadian 49 fine. These things look like mirrors when you get them. I mean, untouched by Canadian hands, and uh, no one's touched them. They just came out and were rolled right up. You get a roll of those and a U.S. $20 St. Gaudens legal lawful tender. So you got Canadian currency in case you have to run to Canada and U.S. currency in case you're stuck here. And uh, the Mexican peso we could work on, but uh, maybe we'll do the North American. $2,600. I mean, I saw a guy selling a St. Gaudens the other day on three easy payments. The same coin here. Three easy payments of 1995 on television. So we could save you a little money and we could save you we could save you 4 grand and throw in 25 silver maple leaves on the package. 1-800-951-0592. We got 10. We got 10 of those, yep. When they're gone, they're gone. If you want to help Joe relax, just buy all 10. Joe can go for a walk and take the day. So, God bless all of you. Well, man, it's crazy. I mean, it is. It's just trying to figure out what's going to happen next. But it isn't boring. God bless everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Good Lord willing, same time, same bad channel. See you. Bye.